and welcome to the World of Row podcast. This is a brand new podcast that I'm doing for you now. It's just me talking to my friends, colleagues, fellow podcasters about all kinds of things that you and anybody else would ever want to talk about, whether it's personal journals or personal matters, anything that we're growing, you know, growing up with, anything that we're having to deal with in our everyday lives, favorite directors, entertainment, whatever. We're going to talk about all kinds of different things. And I'm really excited that you're on, on board, listening to this podcast. So this is episode one of this, of this show called The World of Row. We're on a roll. <laughs> it's almost tongue-tied to say that. World of Row. World of Row. I need to probably say it in Spanish. Maybe that'll sound better, right? Well, anyway, this first episode, we talk with Fear again. Uh, great conversation. Him and I are good buds. My brother from the Great White North. And um, I hope you enjoy. I hope you enjoy this podcast, and I hope you continue to enjoy and subscribe, so that way you can get the next episode. So tune in now. All right, so we're here with uh, with Fear. Hey, what's up, Fear? What's going on, man? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. You know, uh, this is the second time we do a, a pod, or the third time we do a podcast together. That's right. Yeah. I did your show and then your, I, whichever, I can't remember if we did pick and roll or we did, we did fifth cast, whichever. I mean, but now it's just the, the two of us. So what show are we on now though? We're on my podcast, which is the world of Roe. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, thanks to, to Adam at Ehab for making the awesome cover art and he's one of your homeboys, right? Oh yeah. He's, yeah, he's our boy. He's been in studio a couple of times. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, I heard that episode. It was really good. <laughs> it was an absolute mess, but it was really fun. No, dude, it was hilarious. I'm pretty sure everyone's been telling you that it's been great. Oh, it's been fantastic. I mean, I, I love podcasting, man, but it's way different when you can get people in the studio and just have a, have a good time. It's awesome. Yeah. And you can clearly tell you guys had a good time. Way too much fun. Oh, it, there was so many amazing moments that we didn't get that yeah. is what was unfortunate. Like at one point, uh, Adam and Razor were playing Madden on uh, Xbox One and I oh, was dying. Like we were going to try to twitch it uh, and for whatever reason we didn't. And it it's it, oh, my God, that's a moment we'll never get back. But it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, well. Great episode. Is that the first time that you've ever done a uh, a pod under the influence? Uh, no, I'm. We're pretty much drunk every time we do it. Are you? <laughs> no, we're usually drinking. We're not usually drunk. Uh, yeah, that one was like I don't know, one thirty two in the morning. We were hammered. Oh. And we're like, let's turn the mics on. <laughs> um, well. We did. Uh, we did a fear cast a while back. Uh, where we had Jay from Elite Critique and uh, he actually came in studio from BC and uh, we, it's, I think it's called 16 Shots or something. We were drinking moonshine. Oh my gosh. And uh, yeah, the videos on YouTube, it was, yeah, we were wrecked on that show. It was called, what, so what's the video called? I think it's called 16 Shots. Six, 16 Shots. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to YouTube that and, <laughs> um, and our dear listeners check that out as well. Because that's, I'm pretty sure it's hilarious. Because you guys got a lot of good stuff on the on YouTube. Thanks, man. 
Yeah, of course. There's parts where we come back from like our commercial break or whatever, and we just start laughing over nothing. Just we're just so drunk. Well, hey, so hey, were y'all were y'all drunk on that episode that I was on with you guys? I mean, I know it was early in the day. Did you? <laughs> no. Were you popping a top that early that day? Uh there's a good chance. I usually try to have at least at least something going. It was probably just soda or something though. So soda. soda. Is that what is? Yeah, yeah, soda. Yeah, that's cool. Soda pop. <laughs> have you? Uh, so I I I I I listened to to your fear cast where y'all said y'all I, you were talking about hateful eight. Was that you? Did you see Hateful Eight? Yeah, I saw Hateful Eight. Did you see How it? How was it? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, man. Well, do you like Tarantino movies? I love Tarantino, man. You'll, you'll like it, man. Yeah? Yeah. It's uh, it's really well done. I don't know. The way, what I was trying to get when we talked... I talked with Jay from Elite Critique about it a little bit. and Like, it's just really fucking long. And, like, I get that's kind of what Tarantino does, but... By the end of it, you're like, man, I could have cut at least a half hour off of this, and it wouldn't have affected anything. Yeah, yeah, I felt that. Um, uh, not in not in Glorious Bastards, that was good. I, Kill Bill two kind of went a little too long, but I mean, I, I always like it because in his movies, and uh, um, I'll share a story, dude. The first, I had never seen Reservoir Dogs, right? And I was working at uh, Sam Goody back in like 2002, and the Mr. Pink or all the different editions of, of Reservoir Dogs came out, right? The Mr. Blonde, Mr. Pink, mm. Mr. Orange, whatever. I was like, oh my God, I got to get the Mr. Pink. It's Steve Buscemi. He's so freaking cool. And I had never seen it, right? And everyone was always telling me it's such a great movie. And that was the first Tarantino movie I saw. And I know it's like 12 years, 10 years later than after Reservoir Dogs came out. And I'm expecting all this action because they, they always show these guys in suits with guns. I'm like, okay, it's going to be an action-packed movie. Well, it's a bunch of dialogue. And I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, what What the hell am I watching? <laughs> but then I, I I grew to love it. I mean, it's one of my favorite movies. And and uh, you're just like, okay, well, this is Tarantino. He has a lot of dialogue in for a reason. He uses this uh, this soundtrack, these amazing soundtracks for all his movies. I mean, they all it, it's all for for a greater purpose. So. I, I love his movies, and I, I, I do want to see Hateful Eight. Just haven't had a chance to see it. But my my favorite movie of all time is Reservoir Dogs from from Tarantino. That's pretty awesome, man. Uh, hey, Reservoir Dogs is fucking excellent. I like anything that's dialogue heavy, but not overpowering. Like right, both him him and Kevin Smith have a great way of having tons of dialogue in their movie, but not overkill. Yeah, exactly. And it almost feels like. Um, you uh it's like a conversation you're having with your friends or, or kind of thing it doesn't feel so scripted and that's one thing that i love about uh kevin smith movies is because they all all the movies sound like that it's like oh man that's a conversation i just had yesterday with so-and-so or whatever yeah it's so like sure. yeah mall rats is one of my favorites so um yeah i i, re- I read or listened to something somewhere saying that he was doing i know he's doing clerks three is that that's right right yeah, he is. Uh, I think it starts filming later this year at some point. Yeah. And is he doing a Mallrats 2 or is that just a fib? No, by the sounds of it, he's supposed to be doing that too. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of weird. He's He was done and now he's he's back with a vengeance. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Both of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Same here. I, yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to see what he comes up with. <clears throat> I think that's all going down after he finishes Moose Jaws, though. Mm. Somebody was telling me that um, one of my coworkers saw the 
what was the last movie he did? Um, not the, not the Bruce Willis movie, the other one. It, not Yoga Hosers, but it was the one before that. It was like a man. What the heck was it called? For the life of me, I can't remember the what it, what it is. Yes, yeah, somebody told me that was great. Uh, Have you seen that? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like I, well, I, I try to be pro everything Kevin does, uh, but for me, because I'm as much as I'm a Kevin Smith fan, I'm also a horror movie fan. Yeah, and I, I felt like it didn't do its justice. Like the acting was great. I, the part that I didn't like was the makeup that they did uh, for the walrus. Okay. Like, well, I, I don't know. I don't, you, have you seen it? No, no, I haven't, man. I mean, I, I've been trying to find it on Netflix and I know it's not on there. And I tried looking at some of these uh, mom and pop video stores around here that still carry pre-owned stuff and can order stuff and I can't find it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't want to go to, I don't want to ruin it for you, but no spoiler alerts. Exactly. To me, to me, the effects could have been a lot better, but, I, but yeah. I get it. Like it was still well done. Um, fuck, what's his name? I can't think of his name. The old man in it. The old, uh, <laughs> the old man here. Look, 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 we have, we have, we have technology in our, in our hands here. I'll look it up for you. Yeah. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he, he's phenomenal. Everything he does, he's fucking great in it. Um, is it it's not george carlin no, i'm kidding i know he's dead no oh george yeah you were you a george carlin fan i was totally a george carlin fan yeah still am <laughs> still george was one of those guys that fucking told it how it was <laughs> and uh and I, I mean we don't get comedians like that anymore no you don't we do not get comedians like that uh what the well Boy, I see Haley Joel Osment is in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he is, but that, no, that's, that's not him. It's <laughs> Stan uh, Parks. St- okay, okay, Michael Parks. Oh, Michael Parks, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking great. Yeah. He's one creepy son of a bitch. <laughs> um, uh, I was reading. You know, we were talking about George Carlin. I was reading uh, Chris Jericho's um, second book, um, and he's talking about. How he went? He was in Vegas, and George Carlin was doing a stand-up show. This was back in like the early two thousands, right? And like these old folks were like, "Oh, we're so excited to see George Carlin. Uh, we remember him from. I guess he was on Johnny Carson at the at one point. Was that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh, we haven't. We just loved him on Johnny Carson. So he. So the first thing they get all excited, right? And Chris Jericho is like, "Oh my God, these people are so excited!" And George Carlin comes out, and the first thing he says is like. When was the last time you heard an old pussy fart or some shit like that? <laughs> yeah. And like the old couple, like they were like, he's like, they felt so like, like someone pissed in their drinks or something. They look so disgusted, and he's like, <laughs> and, then, and it pretty much went downhill after that. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck no, but he was amazing. Uh, I I still listen to his stand up whenever I can or watch one of his specials. He had so many HBO specials; it was unreal. Yeah, yeah, I remember that man. You know, we had HBO growing up, and he was they were always advertising him doing those stand up shows that they had. Um. Uh, yeah. So, good stuff. And I know he was a big, a uh, uh, big influence, or he had some sort of influence on Kevin Smith. And he's come out in a couple of uh, Kevin Smith movies, but uh, uh, Jane, Silent Bob. Right? Is was that the only one he did? I thought he did a couple. I don't know. Why. Um. Yeah, he did Dogma too. He was oh, Dogma. Yeah, 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 yeah. And speaking of of Dogma, I mean, Alan Rickman just yeah. passed away. That's fucked, dude. Yeah, it is, man. I love Alan Rickman. He was so good. 
good oh, stuff. Yeah. Dogma was great because he just killed it as the the Metatron. Yeah, um, that's true. I loved him in Die Hard and uh, yeah, Robin yeah. Hood. Yeah. Oh yeah, I always forget that he was in Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Yeah, dude. fantastic in that. And he and he and he always added that uh that little British humor wit in all his movies, especially Robin Hood. Oh man, he says so much funny funny one-liners in that movie yeah it was it was almost borderline comedy when he was on (laughs) (laughs) just some of the fucking shit he would say (laughs) like i think uh in the fight scene and i was just watching robin hood robin hood the other day and he i think uh kevin costner like got a piece of his hair and he's like if i must i'll take a piece i'll take a piece of you at a time or something like that and then he like he's got made mary and he's like holding her and he's like I'll be the only one doing the taking tonight. It was, it was, <laughs> it was like, come on, dude. <laughs> Stupid, but it's so hilarious, man. That anyway. Was, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, and he, uh, was, he was big in uh, uh, the Harry Potter films, but I haven't, oh, yeah, I haven't watched yeah. any of those. So. You, you you have not seen any Harry Potter? No, no, I never. I didn't get into it. Uh, like, when it, when they came out, I was like, ah, that's for kids, and then blah, 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 and never never got around to it but my daughter's been asking so i think we might sit down and watch them yeah do you have all of them on dvd or blu-ray or whatever Nah, but i can find them <laughs> oh yeah I'm, I'm sure you can i'm sure you can and i know uh yeah y'all talked about that i think you i this is the first time i think i heard you say that you hadn't seen harry potter but i mean i never read the books i remember when they first came out it was like right around the same time lord of the rings came out and yeah. you know, it was like such a big thing i was like ah, i don't care i'm ready i'm ready for star wars episode two and well everyone has their different opinions of episode two <laughs> well that's what I, that's what i was gonna say i think it came out around the same time as lord of the rings and i i chose lord of the rings yeah um but oh star wars oh. <laughs> I, remember, I liked I went, I liked them, man. Well, I went. I watched the Phantom Menace uh, in the theater, and I was like, "Yep, never again. I'm not watching any of the new ones." And uh, and I didn't. I I still haven't seen two or three. I really? Yeah. Revenge of the Sith is really good. Uh, I I can't do it, bro. Wow. That Hayden Christians. He he. Fuck off. <laughs> and he's Canadian too. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I know it's anti-Canadian, but I will punch him right in his syrup basket. <laughs> I've never heard syrup basket. Is that his stomach? <laughs> I don't know. I just made it up on the fly. Oh shit! Okay, I didn't. I didn't know if that was something, something I'll, different. I'll punch him in his ten bits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So then, yeah. I you know, I didn't watch. I to this day, I've only seen the Fellowship. I've not seen any of the other ones. Um. I can't get into them either, man. They're too long. Well, the fellowship was the longest. Like maybe not by time, but fuck it dragged on. And uh like it was pretty it was interesting enough that I went back for the two towers. And the two towers is fucking awesome. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So, yeah, I don't know. I I've got that I've got the whole series on Blu-ray. And I mean, that's one that you can sit down. Yeah, it's it's a lengthy thing, but like the two tower. Once you get into the fighting, then it's it's much more worth it. Nice. Well, I had a I had a coworker of mine lend me his Lord of the Rings Blu-ray box set, 
and I never once watched it. And he lent it to me like in May, and I just gave it to, back to him like last week. I'm like, dude, I didn't even see it. He's like, what? <laughs> I was like, dude, we we had it there sitting there, and every time we look at it, like, okay, let's watch it. And then my wife and I are like, oh well, let's watch. Um, we have to catch up on Gotham, or we have to catch up on something real quick. Okay. And then it turned from that to something else. And I was like, yeah, dude. So I never saw it, dude. Here you go. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And I had, I, he had wanted to borrow my uh, Star Wars Blu-ray box set. And I never lent it to him. So he ended up, <laughs> you're like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck you. You're not going to borrow this. And no, so I lent, I lent, uh, well, he ended up buying it. So it's all good. So whatever. No, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I only saw Force Awakens once. I did want to see it again, but I don't even know if it's in theaters anymore now that we're already almost in late January. So Oh, I'm sure it's still going strong, man. Yeah, it probably is. Probably I, I hope it is. I do I told my wife, I was like, I'm gonna go see it one more time and she's like, Well go, you have this gift card to this place. I'm like, All right, well I'll go and you wanna go? She's like, No, no, you go. That's take some take take someone with you. I'm like, All right, whatever. And I haven't gone, but you know, I'm looking forward to it. I know I know um, we, you guys talked about it. We talked about it, and uh, it's been good stuff. Yeah, good. I really liked it. Um, like it's got its controversy, but uh, I, it, at the end of the day, I look at a movie. Did I enjoy it? Yes. Would I watch it again? Yes. So it's a fucking win. Mm-hmm. Where like everybody's like, oh, it's a remake. Who gives a shit? Everything's Thanks. a remake anymore. Yeah, yeah. At least at least it's not going to be the female version of Ghostbusters. That's true. Oh my god, that is a fucking travesty. I don't know. I don't oh. know. Some of those oh films my are gosh. funny, man. So I, I I'm hoping it's funny, but I don't know. No, no, no. No, no. I I'm not I'm not excited about it at all, dude. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, Ghostbusters 1 and 2 was like my my childhood growing up and enjoying movies and Bill Murray and you know the, all the one-liners he has, and I just can't. Some things you shouldn't remake. Okay, Red Dawn. No, don't remake Red Dawn. Uh, <laughs> what else? I mean, they made a they remade a couple other movies. I'm like, no, 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 don't don't do this. And then when I saw the Ghostbusters thing and it was an all female cast, I'm like, I mean, yeah, they're funny, but I was like, no, 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 you can't touch Ghostbusters. Don't touch Ghostbusters. Well, yeah, well, that's like when they were talking about redoing. Um... Oh shit! What's the Back to the Future? What? Well, they were talking about it, and then uh, what's his name came out, and uh, who did that? Zemeckis. Oh yeah, yeah, Zemeckis did yeah, it. Yeah, he came out and said nobody's fucking touching that film. Awesome. So hell um, yeah. Hopefully, it stays that way. Like, and like when he passes, his family aren't like, now who wants it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. That would that would be more um, more more depressing to see, and I had oh man I had what was I gonna say um, I had read I had oh you know what I know what it was I know what it was I had read that they were gonna redo or they were gonna remake the Escape movies or the Escape from New York at least and I was like no don't do that no 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 no, no. don't do that please don't do that are you a big fan of the uh, Escape from New York? Um, I don't know if I've seen New York. I remember watching Escape from L.A. when I was younger. Oh, the, and it was pretty cool. Yeah, the one where Kurt Russell's surfing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one's great, man. The first one's really good. Um, 
I didn't like the Thing remake. It was just terrible. You haven't seen the Thing? Uh, no, I don't think I watched the new one. <laughs> no, well, you you've seen the original one. Of oh course. yeah, totally. And yeah. it was fucking crazy. Yeah, I yeah, I'm not a big fan of remakes uh, of horror movies. Well, I'm not a big oh, yeah. fan of remakes in general, but yeah, the the thing is like a is a horror movie, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, it's sci-fi or whatever you want to call it, but Dude, it's got crazy got... things coming out of people and shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah like I, I was looking up there. There's supposed to be like a remake of Cujo coming out. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. Like, yeah, like what, what are you doing? Like, do we yeah. really like? Not that like Cujo was wasn't even that great to begin with. Why? Why the right. fuck are we remaking it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a bunch like uh, when well, I was doing that episode with Jay, we were talking about movies that were coming up, and the, the, fuck, there was like ten of them, ten like horror remake movies coming out, and I'm like, what? Why? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, we we can't have run out of ideas, but like by now. There's got to be something else we can do. Yeah, I mean, they haven't even made like a. I mean, they could still make a like a Metal Gear Solid movie or something. I mean, you can still do a. <laughs> I mean, there's. I don't know. I mean, there's a whole bunch of other cool stuff you can probably do, and I don't know. I, I just don't. If it if it isn't if it's great the first time around, don't try to remake it, even though it's been over twenty thirty years. Like somebody told me, what I, I think somebody was kidding around or what, but talking about remaking the Goonies. I was like, what? Now you really have lost it if you're going to think about doing that. Don't do that at all. Yeah, I think I heard something about that too. I hope it's bullshit, but... Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell they're thinking. Like, you, then you end up in in like a situation like Spider-Man where every five years you try to reboot it because the other oh. one's a bastard. Yeah, and then the other one, I think, well, Fantastic Four, right? They already started rebooting that. Yeah. And why are we okay with it? Why are people still going to see this shit? Yeah, I yeah. I can't. I can't even watch um, the new Spider-Man movies, and even though I've heard they're good, but I'm just like the new ones. I mean, the other ones are still kind of fresh in my mind. Well, that's just it. I struggled through the Tobey Maguire ones. I'm not <laughs> watching the fucking new ones, and and I'm sure they're gonna try to reboot it again if if i have to see one more fucking time how he gets his spider powers i swear to god i'm gonna go crazy wait did you read a lot of the comics no i was never never got too into comics i mean i i pick one up here or there like i wish i had the ones that i picked up like i used to read uh, like old iron man and shit like that mm. but I, but i'd read it a couple of times and then i don't know fucking throw it out or like and now it's like the biggest thing in the world <laughs> Yeah, comic comics are movies now, and they're making a shit ton of money. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Did you read so, a lot of comics? No, I didn't, man. You know, I think that was one thing that that I missed out on. And although I went through a phase where I had like maybe two or three comic books in my lifetime, but <coughs> never, um, I never had uh, comic books, man. And I was telling, I was telling my wife, I'm like, oh, let's, I want to start, I want to start collecting comics. She's like, okay. I was like. Well, where do I start? She's like, I don't know. I was like, neither do I. So I, I like, I talked to one of my coworkers who's a big uh, Batman guy, and he was telling me that he collects certain Batman comics, but he was just like, oh, it's kind of like just such a big uni- expanded universe of extended universe or whatever. You can find something to, to to start with, and then it gravitates toward this. But never been my never been my thing. I mean, 
I, I applaud it, man. I mean, it's amazing, dude. I mean, Stan Lee and I have the same fucking birthday. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah, this summer yeah. there was a couple of, of comics that came out. One was X-Men 94, uh, yeah. which was based on the cartoon from the 90s. Okay, yeah. Uh, which I watched pretty religiously. So I, I wanted to start reading that, and then, I don't know. I, I never got around to it. Same with they started a line of, I think it was called Old Man Logan. And so okay. It's, it's Wolverine, but he's older. Right. So I was going to pick up both those and start reading them, and then life just gets in the way. Right, it does. Hey, so let me ask you. So Kevin Smith is obviously one of your biggest influences, one of your favorites. Who else? What else did you like growing up? I mean, we're enjoying as far as directors and movies and such. I mean, we talked about Tarantino. Um is there a, I mean, and you're being a horror guy. Is it like George Romero? Romero, one of your favorites too. Or, uh, I know Wes Craven is too. Oh so. yeah, Wes Craven was the shit. Like uh, I liked Romero, his social commentary when it came to zombies and shit. Like that was pretty funny. Uh, plus, it was scary yeah. as hell. Wes yeah. Craven was fucking phenomenal. Like the, some of the stuff that he put out, especially in the early days, just unreal. Like it, yeah, without sounding cliche, it was the stuff that nightmares were made out of. Um. Sean Cunningham did a great job on the uh, the first Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, but I th- one of the the biggest directors that really spoke to me was Kevin Smith. Like the first mm-hmm. time, I m- the first movie I saw by him was Mallrats, but when I saw Clerks, it was kind of life changing. Really? Yeah, because you're just like I could do this. Yeah, most definitely. Like he, and I think he 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 tells you he says that right and something didn't you? I think he said it like in a podcast or. or <coughs> I mean, it's very. I mean, I the first uh, the first movie I saw Kevin Smith was Mallrats too. Yeah, and I liked it, and then <coughs> and then I saw um, Clerks, and I was just like, wow, gold. Well, yeah, like and Clerks is so dialogue rich and, and it's just so rapid fire between the guys, but it it doesn't feel forced. It feels like a real conversation, right? Um, and that's what really kind of inspired me. But yeah, like even like he used to do those evening evening with Kevin Smiths, and mm-hmm. he would just say like, "Yeah, you, you can make movies. I I made movies. You can make movies." And then I we started listening to Jay and Bob Get Old the the podcast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, almost every show he's like, dude, anybody can do this. Anybody can have a podcast. Anybody can put out content and and you'll find your audience. People will gravitate towards what you're saying and and uh have at her. So yeah, we had at her. And it's cool. Yeah, and you guys you've got you've got a lot of uh quite the success with Fifth Cast and Fear Cast and you got all your other stuff going. Let me ask you this, and I don't think you've ever actually talked about it. Aside, I mean, I know you don't listen to your own shows, but what what other shows do you listen to that are not Kevin Smith that you do like, if you if you are permitted to say so? <laughs> yeah, well, I strictly I only listen to my own show. That's <laughs> that's the only quality program. <laughs> uh, no, that's bullshit. Actually, I haven't listened to Kevin in a while. There's just so many indie podcasts out there right now that i'm like every day i get 10 people that are like hey listen to my shit so i spend a lot of time listening to to so many and sometimes it's just one-offs you listen to it brief and quick and right um but i like i do have like a list of my favorites that i do listen to 
Yeah. Like the pick and row show. That's a good <laughs> <one>. <laughs> That's funny. Um like I, I like bold and belligerent. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Uh growing up, not growing old. Uh the EHAP boys. I mean everyone E-hap, has yeah. a podcast. Yeah. Um Yeah, there's a ton. Paint it black, the naked porch, geek dig. Uh big Papa. Is it and is it all yeah, you were you were talking a lot about Big Papa. I have not had a chance to check that one out. How's that one? Big Pop is really cool, man. Like, uh, it's just a couple of dudes that just say whatever's on their mind. And, uh, it's, it's always entertaining whether you agree with it or not, but Stan and Shane do a really good job of just shooting the shit. And sometimes it gets way out of hand and, and wild, but, uh, it's still just really entertaining. Whether, whether you like what they're saying or not, it's entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. And uh, Ray from Naked Porch. Yeah, he's they've got a good show. I've listened to a couple of their episodes. Good stuff. Oh yeah, Ray's my boy, Blue. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is your boy. You guys have done a couple of uh, shows together, right? With Fearcast. Oh yeah, yeah. He comes on. And we do the band interview stuff, and that's going really well. And you've got some more lined up with that. Yeah, we we've got. Oh, so many. We've we've done a couple so far. We've got one that drops next week with Cold Snap. They're a metal band out of Croatia. Wow. And uh and then we got a couple of bands lined up for when I get home. Um I can't remember where they're from. There's uh Despite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're out of America and then a couple other ones, but it's it's crazy, man. At this point, we've got bands and record labels that are reaching out to us to try to get on. So now it's a matter of actually trying to find time to get all these people on. Yeah. So let me ask you this: Um, is it just you just put them on Fearcast? You haven't thought about doing like a fifth cast with one of the bands? Uh, no. It's yeah. It's kind of it's been kind of weird. Like we originally Fearcast was just a bullshit show. Like it was just this. Mm-hmm redheaded it's, so it's not of a show that, it's, it's not it's not the bullshit redheaded stepchild show anymore no like it's kind of grown it's grown a life of its thing. own yeah uh to the point where i'm like maybe we should actually make a promo for it and like promote the show a little yeah uh, but yeah so we we've got actually we've got uh king dylan he's the guy who wrote the fifth cast jingle yeah everyone loves that jingle oh, they love it they definitely love it. it's catchy as fuck hey fuck yeah it is um <laughs> And uh, so he, he's coming on. He's got a new disc that is dropping, I think, at the end of the month or somewhere around there. So he's got some announcements to make. So he's going to be on Fifth Cast um, just because he, anytime those boys have been on, it's been on Fifth Cast. So even though it's mm-hmm. like a music interview, it's, he's just kind of one of the family. Yeah. So so how do you, did you grow up with him or did you, did you just meet him like in high school or something or how did you meet? No, not at all. So I was working at this hotel and I was the, uh, the front office manager and, uh, we were looking for a shuttle driver. And so his resume came through and so it had its work experience. But then at the end he had all this music stuff. Yeah, come check out my album, all this stuff, and I'm like, "Who the hell puts this on a fucking resume?" (laughs) So I went and I checked it out, and I was like, "All right, I kind of dig this. I want to meet this guy." So then I brought him in for an interview, and uh, we talked it up, and he was really cool guy. And uh, I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. He's he's young. He's cool. Let's we'll hire him up." And uh, so yeah, that's how we I got to know him because I hired him to drive shuttle for this hotel I was working at at the time. 
and well, just from there we would shoot the shit and uh eventually we we had them on the show and now it's i don't know he's been on four or five times now yeah well i man it's it's a catchy jingle and i think <laughs> i at least i have at least told you two or three times you know it's freaking awesome or whatever <laughs> and i and i and i know like on the on the potter family shout out to potter family everyone at least tells you once a day on those chat groups yeah oh yeah it's it, it gets stuck in your head it's same with us like i'll be just walking down the hall and i'll be like it's a fifth cast (laughs) so how did he come up with it did you guys like work it out or did he do it by himself well for a while we were kind of talking about it because i don't know if you go back and listen to like the original fifth casts uh it was just something that me and razor wrote and it it wasn't great i mean it did what it had to do it intro Mm. the, the thing but i was like hey music guy like Maybe one day you should write a jingle for us. He's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I could do that. And then, like, months went by. I didn't hear from him. And out of nowhere, he just sends me a text. And he's like, uh, last night I wrote something. You can use it if you want to or not. Whatever. It's not going to bother me. But I think it's hilarious. And so I listened to it. And instantly, I'm like, holy shit. This is it. This is, this is exactly what we need. So then I, I sent it to uh, MDI and Razor, and I'm like, I don't know about y'all, but I think we need to have this. And then, yeah, it was done. And then you, and then you filmed the intro. Yeah, and then yeah, then we uh, we decided to actually film a video for it because uh, we almost all of our podcasts we try to do a video as well. Which is awesome that you do that. I I love the way the the video intro is for that. It's pretty cool, man. How y'all did that? Where you're you know, in the, you're in the GCA and the, you're standing by different towns or like when you're the welcome signs in each town, which is really cool. And, and I, and I saw that you had mentioned that your daughter was the old lady on the couch. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's pretty creative and thoughtful how y'all did that, man. I mean, it worked out perfectly. I mean, not too many podcasts can say that they have that, you know? Well, and it's funny, like our biggest thing between, because podcasting is, totally different than youtube right like we have i don't know like thirty six thousand followers on twitter we, our podcast is is blowing up but then we we get like 27 views on youtube <laughs> it just doesn't balance like because originally yeah. I'm like well if they're listening they're gonna want to watch but it's like this totally different sort of land so that's that's the biggest thing that we're kind of slightly focusing on now is like how can we get our youtube views up a little bit more so then we we ended up writing a couple of different skits and they right. they went really well but it's it's a lot more time consuming to to write and then shoot edit and get them out but it's it really fucking fun really fun doing videos yeah well you guys look like you all are having a blast doing it and the reverse hulk because that's what you're talking about right the reverse hulk videos yeah the yeah we did the reverse hulk video and the third brute video and yeah, it was uh, good. The Thurbert one, yeah, the third, <laughs> I saw the Thurbert one. It's pretty good. Yeah, and we had some we had some great ideas for. Uh, we we're gonna do some holiday stuff, but it was cold as shit in the GCA, and we're like, you yeah. know, we're not going outside. We're not doing. It. 
And by the way, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I wanted to mention because I know I listened to the Fifth Miss episode, and yes, they were shameless plugs. I'm sorry, I shamelessly <laughs> plugged my show, and then I think MDI and, and Razor are like, "Wow, well, look at this guy! What a shameless <laughs> plug!" I go, yeah. I was like, "Damn it! I can't believe I did that." No, anyway. that was awesome. It was perfect. Yeah. The, the Fifth Miss episode was uh, fucking. It was great. It, it was so good. Like it was, it was great for us because we got all these nice little nuggets from all of our buddies uh that like some of them we didn't listen until we did the show um and then others we like pre-listened beforehand but it was still funny the whole time so it yeah. was a really awesome little concept and actually i think that's what's kind of spearheaded this recent boom that we've been going through it's yeah just, uh, everybody really liked that show and now it's kind of spread to the back catalog and yeah and then that's good man i mean it's uh it's a great show and i think when when we first when i first met you i checked out some of those pods and i listened to a couple of the original uh, first episodes of fifth, uh, fifth cast and i thought they were great and i think the when i started listening to fear cast i think the first episode was the one that you dedicated to wes craven and of course, and the whole time when I'm listening to it, I'm thinking you're talking about his movies he did. And I was like, oh, my God, the first Nightmare on Elm Street gave me nightmares till I was like eight, nine years old. I was so scared to go to sleep because of that movie. And then they get ridiculously funny after the first one where, the <laughs> you know, the first one was pretty scary and then had some humor in it. But then the rest of them were just more comedic than anything oh yeah it became campy and tongue-in-cheek like it was still great but it, like that first <laughs> one was fucking scary but after that you're just like okay yeah i get it this guy's well, gonna torture people what was it like the the freddy's dead episode and johnny depp makes a cameo oh, this is your brain this is your brain on drugs <laughs> any questions and he's like looks like a couple of eggs to me or some shit oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah <coughs> robert england's awesome man oh he's fine he's great uh one of the one of the best robert england quotes i think was when he came out and said that the 2010 remake sucked <laughs> he he said that i had no idea yeah yeah he came out and he said he hated it and then he took a picture with it, like holding like a meme saying that it sucked and i was like good for you yeah i i didn't i didn't like the idea of them remaking it and especially how they cgi'd everything too which is terrible well and it was just tough like it, most killers are wearing a mask so you can get away with switching them out right um, where robert is freddy krueger you can't switch him out it's not going to have the same effect right um so i don't know it, it wasn't it wasn't abysmal but it, i wouldn't watch it again yeah and and that's i dude i <laughs> i saw that movie in the theater when it came out just because i wanted to see it i i liked what I did like was the backstory of and they how they told they gave you like a better explanation of how he became this person. I mean, even though it's a little out there, I thought that was pretty cool. The rest of the stuff was just eh. Yeah. And then just like a Robert England, I mean, I think and he had done an interview like around that time where he was saying, you know, we didn't do no CGI. I mean, it took me, they took him like eight hours to put this makeup on me and this and that and. But I mean, when you think about it and you go back and watch the, like, I think you, like you said, Robert England is Freddy Krueger. I mean, you can't have another person disguised to play Freddy Krueger. I mean, just the, the, the body posture, the way he talked, the way he did certain things, you can't replicate that, especially with somebody, no disrespect to Jack or Haley. I mean, he's a good actor, but he's not, 
six one or six two or whatever Robert England was. He's like five five if anything, and yeah, just this little little guy, and it didn't look right. It just didn't work. No, and, and he's he's totally right when it comes to like the practical effects. Like that's what, in my opinion, like the eighties, like late seventies, eighties. Just that was the that was the glory days, man, where they were dudes were just figuring it out how to make it look right. real without computers or any bullshit like that. And like even look at the like the new Star Wars. They went back to practical effects and you can totally tell it just looks better. Right. So I mean I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, that uh the 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 prequels got a lot of flack because there was a lot of CGI used in those movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They went crazy. So. Yeah. George and, Lucas went crazy on the. Well, and I get it because he's like, I can finally make the movie I want. <laughs> but you're like, no, no, that's not what we want. We don't want it to look fake as shit. Like, yeah. we want it gritty, real looking. Yeah. Shoot it gorilla style, man. Do it. Make oh, it look yeah. real. Um. Yeah, man. So, uh, I was. Uh, what else? Um, you uh. You a big fan of? Uh, did you see the the Rev Rev Revenant? Is that, I think that's what it's called. The Revenant. Uh, no, I haven't that. watched it yet. Me and MDI are gonna watch it when I get home. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. No, man. I I haven't had had a chance to see anything lately, man. You know, you know it is. It's kind of hard. It's harder to go in movies and stuff when you have kids, especially when when babies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And definitely want to go. Uh, a good friend of mine saw it. Said he was said it was great, and he said if Leonardo DiCaprio does not win an Oscar for this movie, it's it's I don't know what the hell else he needs to do. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's exactly what Jay said from Elite Critique. He's just like, dude, this he kills it. If they do not give it to him, then he he'll never win. Yeah, I mean, I felt like he was due three or four movies ago. Oh, totally. Yeah, <laughs> or I mean, The Aviator was one, and then he did uh, you know, then he did uh, The Departed or The Shutter Island, Inception, mm-hmm. Wolf of Wall Street. Oh yeah, he's he's been killing it for so long. Yeah, like, man. Yeah. I, I mean, dare I say he's one of the best of our generation? I mean, he's not. I mean, you got like when you think about it, like the people we grew up watching. He's probably like the like the Tom Hanks or Denzel of our era. Oh, totally! Like he's one of those guys that he just goes into a character, and you're like, you strap in, you're ready to rock. Yeah. What do you think of? Um, and you can make all the all the the rants and jokes about it but what do you think of christian bale as an actor i don't know no not a big fan well i, I mean i don't know if i've seen much from him aside from uh like him as batman and i was ah, fuck I, I, the batman movies were great i just i still can't go over that fucking voice <laughs> <laughs> like oh, come on really you're dressed like a fucking bat you don't need to change your voice why do you want to kill me or something like or whatever like um but uh yeah. aside from that like i don't know I, I i don't think i see anything else i didn't watch the the terminator movie he was in and there was a that new one that just came out with him and like steve corral and a bunch of guys i haven't watched that yet i, I do want to see it though Mm-hmm. the shorts or something like that yeah yeah that one was that one supposedly is really good have you you have not seen like american psycho oh yeah fuck i always forget that he was an american sky yeah yeah it was all right i don't know I don't, some people have a hard on for that film i i don't give a shit yeah 
American Psycho is great, man. Uh, it was all right. I I don't know. I I don't know even know if I've watched all of it. I've seen. I think I've seen it, but I I only remember bits and pieces. So it makes me wonder if I've actually sat down and watched it all the way through. Maybe I should. It, it's great, man. I mean, it's on it's on Netflix. I mean, uh, it's I I think it, it wasn't even the one that put him on the on the main stage though. I mean, he, I mean, he won an Oscar for, uh, the fighter. That one was okay. I don't think it was his best, but he's meth. He's a a method actor too. (coughs) He's done some crazy stuff in movies. Yeah. Lost all that weight, gained all the weight, you know, got into his character. No, no. Yeah. And I can respect him for that. Um, I don't know. He's just not one that you, you know who I I really like. That, yeah. Uh, the fuck, I just lost his name. Paul Giamatti. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Now that I that's was just a dude that just goes into a role. And <coughs> he just disappears. I was just watching Private Parts the other day. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, pig vomit. Pig vomit. Yeah. <laughs> Howard. Howard. You you have you could do everything you want, Howard. Oh, and then he's like, "Or oh, fuck you!" Or oh shit, he's he's so good in that movie. He is um, really good. I mean, I legitimately after watching that movie, like I hated him in that movie just because mm-hmm. of the way. I mean, you know the, the way they portray him. I mean, he did such a great job of being that asshole. But he's he's good in in all the other movies he's done. He's always kind of got that that comedic, you know wit to him and just hilarious well that's the thing he's funny as shit and so even when he's in like a really serious dramatic role he'll say something and it just makes you snicker you can't help yeah it. Um, yeah like and he's a he's a fucking dirtbag and straight out of compton too oh yeah dude he was good and straight out of compton oh, too man good yeah i mean he's just all around great actor i mean you 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 probably I mean I never really put him in that that light I guess you never talk about him because he does he's done like those roles and you're like oh it's Paul Giamatti he, he's good it's kind of like I guess like the way people when they would see uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman in a movie oh it's Philip Seymour Hoffman he's good he does everything even if it's a small little role he does it's gonna be hilarious because he just he just knows how to do that you know oh exactly I, yeah well and like he's got that TV series Billions. I think it just started, but it yeah. looks really good. No, I've never seen it. Never seen it. No, like I think I think maybe it's one episode in now. Oh, it's one episode in. Okay, I think so. Yeah. Have you? Uh, do you watch a lot of TV shows yourself? Here and there, man. Like it has to really interest me, and like I never watch it on TV. I'll just I'll download it or watch it on Netflix or something. Yeah. Um. Well, what are you watching right now? Are you watching? I've never seen, and I know that Netflix has a lot of original series. Now that you talk about Netflix, but I've never seen Daredevil. I've never seen. I haven't seen the ridiculous. The ridiculous six is that what it's called? Yeah. Can you fucking believe that that is the most watched movie on Netflix ever? Dude, that is. I was that. You know what? I was listening to. Was I listening to your Fearcast? I think you mentioned that, right? I think you or somebody mentioned that. I had no idea. I thought it would fucking bomb, and apparently idiots are watching it. I, I don't get it. It looks so bad. And have you have you seen it? No, I refuse to watch it. But it, 
It's proof. Adam, Adam Sandler can take a shit, and people will just fucking watch him take a shit. He's kind of going. Have you? Let me ask you this. I mean, well, let me say this, and, and tell me if you agree with me or not. He's kind of going down the same path like Eddie Murphy did. Eddie Murphy did all those sh- fucking. He did everything that he did was awesome. He did the 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 raw delirious coming to America, Beverly Hills Cop, and he's doing all this good stuff. And then he starts doing comedy, but he's doing like film, like family comedy. And they went to shit. That's what I feel like Adam Sandler is doing. Well, like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck. Murphy, Murphy just started doing these family comedies like fucking Dr. Doolittle and shit. Daddy and like, Daycare and whatever. <laughs> Daddy Daycare was pretty fucking funny, though. Uh, <laughs> when that kid comes out and he's like, how'd it go? I missed. What do you mean you missed? <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, then, the, yeah, I, I couldn't even tell you. But Sandler, like Sandler did this thing where he... There he's got a bunch of really great fucking movies when he first came out. And, right. and it slowly became he just started doing movies with his buddies. And I could totally respect that. Right. But it's kind of gotten to the point where it's almost like at this point, I, I don't I, he's not trying. He doesn't care. He's he knows he's gonna get paid for it. So mm. it's just a reason for him to go on vacation somewhere, some exotic location to film and be with his friends. And I mean all of his buddies have jobs until he dies. Um, so I can respect that, but I, like, I, I, he's not, he's not even trying. And like this, this recent one, he got in tons of trouble with uh, native Americans and nobody seems to give a shit. Everybody's still watching the fucking movie. So, well, well, some people have said that it was good. It, that if you can get through the first 15, 20 minutes, then you'll, you'll like it. That's what I've heard. Um, I haven't watched it yet, so I guess, but I, I do agree with you. He, it seems like he has turned his, a lot of his, uh, movies have just kind of gone downhill. And like you said, he's not really, he's not really, um, putting a lot of thought into him anymore. Well, and it's like the thing that that was great about Sandler is like some of my favorite ones were like big daddy where it's like, it was this comedy, but at the same time, like he can actually act. Yeah. He can, he can, he's, a, he can, he can do good acting, but he just chooses to do stupid movies, man. So I don't know, <coughs> whatever. He makes tons of money and we're here talking about him on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're wasting our time talking about our, <laughs> talking about Adam Sandler on a podcast, but I was just watching Waterboy the other day and Waterboy is, you know, is a hilarious movie and then Happy Gilmore is great and all this other stuff and yeah, whatever. He's like yeah. my generation's Eddie Murphy, you know. That's what these are generations. Yep, there you go. I guess, yeah. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate. But eh, to each their own, I guess. To yeah, I, yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, uh, the any um anything you want to plug on here while we're while we're talking? No. Nothing. <laughs> Um, all right yeah i don't for all know, yeah, 10 like, people that'll listen to this man tons of people are gonna the world of row is gonna blow the fuck up it is and I, hey thanks for being the first guest man i mean i didn't even acknowledge that earlier i should have acknowledged that right at the beginning this is the first episode and we got mr fear hanging out with hanging out with Roe. yeah for sure man no i was excited um yeah no like I, i've said it a million times man i i, I like your show i like I like you, man. You're a great guy. Uh, Thank you. I love talking to you. 
So yeah, even when the likewise. opportunity came up to be the first one, I'm like, fucking right, doggy, I'm gonna be on the show. <laughs> um, and then we we can um we can interview bands or something. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'll just. Say <coughs> uh, we can interview some Tejano music if you like Tejano music. If you if you even know what that is, I don't know what is. That? Yeah, you know, you're not missing. Out. It's 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 like Mexican music. I'm just being silly. Let's do it, man. Let's get some. <laughs> some music on here. You. <laughs> crazy guy so no yeah man I, i'm really glad that you that you uh you've been a big uh you've been a big help help to me help to us you know you've been a a good podcast i mean we're friends right you're my first uh, friend in the podcast realm yeah. you know ray ray's been cool um you got both you guys but i mean i i've been on your show i haven't been on ray's but i mean we've we i think we've talked a lot more just because we're both packer fans and what have you? Why'd you got to bring that up, bro? I know, man. I know. The wound I know. is still open. What did you see? Just to talk about it, you know, just put a little topic on it. But did you see McCarthy said that uh, Eddie Lacy cannot come in out of shape or come in at that weight again? He needs to lose weight. Oh, really? <laughs> no, he'd see. He totally, he totally said that. He that said that he funny. he can't come in at that weight again. Look here, Chubbs better not show up at the camp looking like this. <laughs> Instead of eating those steaks, you need to eat some broccoli or sprouts yeah, or something. That's fucking funny, man. Yeah, I know. It was a tough loss. Tough loss. Yeah, but at least it wasn't like we got blown. We didn't get blown out. We didn't. Like, we, we just, we, we fucked up. Yeah, we totally. left him open, and he, he made us pay. And then, you know, all our receivers got hurt and uh, no no offense whatsoever. I mean, it, it seemed like a lot of people would tell me at work, they're like, hey, Aaron Rodgers has all the time in the world, but he has no one to throw it to. I go, yeah, I know. Thanks for reminding me. He's not – He's people aren't getting open fast enough or not getting open at all. Well, and it was, so we, had, we had a tough year, man. But we, we always have a tough year with injuries. I don't know what it is, but – um we we did have a pretty rough year like every game we we had to really struggle to get the win um and then like we started playing really well in the uh the postseason but right i mean i mean dude we were six and oh at one point yeah it's crazy dude like a tech mobile collapse for 10 and six <laughs> well it, it two hail marys yeah like, and they were they were delicious looking. Like, yeah, they were. I don't know. Hey, you can't you can't call it better than that. So I don't know. That's no, good. We always got next year, so we'll we'll see what's up. Do you have any predictions for uh, for what's going to happen? Well, let's see. I, I hope uh, I hope Julius Peppers comes back. <laughs> yeah, man. Pepper, I hope he comes. He's having hope... some fun. <laughs> yeah, he is. I mean, he. He's kind of had like a rebirth coming to Green Bay. You know, he, he had like 10 sacks this year. And uh, I saw that they want Clay Matthews to go back to outside linebacker. So we'll see oh, how that goes. Yeah. yeah. And um, and if, if uh, Eddie Lacy can lose some weight, maybe he'll be a good running back. I mean, he is good. He has potential. And I don't know what will happen with James Starks. I think he's a free agent. Oh, really? Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then we'll get Jordy back, right? So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have a full receiving core, and then that's where our our main offensive game is going to be. So, well, and like, a, yeah, I, I would love to have a better running game, but we'll we'll deal with that as it comes, right? Um, but for receivers, like, we finally started having guys show up, and like, 
making the catches and so I don't know. I, I think next year we'll 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 do well as long as we keep a lot of the key guys. So I don't know, we'll see how it shakes out, but <coughs> so what do you think's gonna what do you think's gonna win the Super Bowl? That is that is a good fucking question, man. So what do we got? We've yeah. got Denver versus the Patriots. Yeah, and I already know where Ehap Adam stands on that. Yeah. And then you got you got uh, Razor with with his Patriots. Yeah, so I'm guilty by association, so I have to go with the Patriots. <laughs> and uh Good. and then we got Arizona playing the Panthers. Yeah, that and speaking of which, did you watch that game on Sunday? Which the the, the Panther Seahawks game? No, I unfortunately I had to work. Okay, well, one of the benefits of me working where I work, we actually have TVs and we could see the game. So between between you know here and there, I'd take a break and I'd go watch. It felt very reminiscent to the Packers collapse against Seattle. Very very similar, except that the Panthers didn't botch the uh, offside. I mean onside kick. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So anyway, it, it felt the same way. I'm just glad Seattle's out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think all Packers fans can agree that it's a good thing the Seahawks died. Yeah. Um, and, go, I, and I interrupted you. I apologize. Oh, no, it's okay. I'm just, I'm just trying to work it out on my head because I don't know. Like, Arizona's a shifty team. I, I, I think it's Cam Newton's year, though. Um, but uh, we'll see. I, I got a feeling it's going to be Panthers and Patriots, and that'll be one hell of a game. Right. How do you feel? The, I, I, dude, honestly, I think the Patriots are probably going to win it again. I mean – Regardless who they play, I mean they're not. I don't think. I think Tom Brady and the and the Patriots are just and Belichick. They're too. Uh, they're just too too good for the for the Broncos to beat. Yeah. And 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 it's not Peyton Manning's fault. I mean the guy, poor poor guy's getting old. Yeah. He doesn't have and and I think this year more than anything his age really showed. So I don't I don't know if it, the Broncos are going to even be a match for them. So yeah. I don't think so. I mean, the Broncos have good defense, so they'll put it to them. But uh, I, I still, I see. I think this is they're done. Yeah, yeah. I think after this year, I think it's like yeah, it's done for Peyton. And if the Patriots win, obviously, I think the next thing is going to be well, is he going to keep playing? I think Tom Brady said he's still going to keep playing. He's almost the dude's old, getting old too. I mean, it's not like he's young. Well, that's just it. But Tom's like, nah, I got five <laughs> more years in me. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. That is just crazy. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. Yeah. All right, man. Well, you do you want to plug anything before we wrap up? I think I don't. I don't there's, unless there's anything else we need to talk about, I think we kind of talked about everything. No, man. I think this was a good uh, first episode, and I'm sure I'm biased because I'm on it. But yeah, um, I look forward to this. Like this is, I think this will be good for you, man. Like we talk a lot um, via text, a lot of swear words. But, yeah, a lot of a lot of swear words. <laughs> but that's how we do. Yeah. Um but no man, I don't know. You, you I, I think you're a great guy, you got a good head on your shoulders, so I, I'm always interested in hear what you have to say. So I think this would be fantastic for you. Um, awesome. As for us, man, Thank yeah, you. you can you can check out all of our shows and our blog and all that good shit at uh, fyfc.ca. Uh we're on Twitter, all the regular social media sites, check it out. I'm always on Twitter, man. So Yeah, you are. If you want, you can hit me up, we can chat. Yeah, he's a he's a very approachable guy. Oh, I thank you, buddy. <coughs> You're welcome. Well, enough, well, that's what I tried to like. The biggest thing from from the time to start, even before like the Potter and family thing started. One, yeah. One of the biggest things that we tried to do at FYFC is just 
create a community of people like we're all in this together we are um podcasting unless you're somebody you're not making any money so it's it's all for the love of the game and and for the love of just talking to people and shooting the shit um so why not just all do it together why not spread spread it out and then so yeah so then potter and family happened and and i think that really helps between retweeting and all that kind of stuff so yeah man like approach approach anytime you got questions we'll we'll help you out yeah and shout out to shout out to potter and family great great group great group of people a lot of great podcasts on there yes sir yeah i mean there's too many of them to name so we can't go through all of them but uh Speaking of which, who who how did this thing start anyway? Real quick before we before we wrap up, what are your what are your details and, and the knowledge on that? I mean, I just remember you saying, "Hey, there's a DM group going. Are you in it?" I said, "I was. I don't. I left it. Well, let me add you back in." Okay. So yeah, essentially, it started out. Ray from the Naked Porch um, had started a DM group with a bunch of people to get the word out um, for an upcoming tour that a band that we had on Fearcast Saint Diablo was doing. Which, by the way, we're doing one with them on Pick and Row in two weeks. That's fucking cool, man. They're, yeah, they're uh, they're cool guys. And uh, and Tito, T- I still talk to Tito here and there. He'll text me. Yeah. Um. And uh, so yeah, it's so it started out as that, and then as a bunch of us were in the group together, we're just like, well, like we're all here, we're all doing this. Why don't we all start retweeting each other? And. Uh, and then maybe we can use a hashtag that'll so then it'll make it easier for us to all see each other. Right. So Adam from Ehap was like, "What about hashtag Potter and Family?" I know it's kind of silly, but there was a an episode where we had him on uh, in studio, and he had he had made mention of that. We we talked about having a reality show uh, with a bunch of podcasters in uh, in a house together, and how funny it would be and. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. So then he's like, "Yeah, we'll call it Potter and Family." So anyway, so then it was a throwback later to that, um, and we're like, "Okay, whatever. That's the hashtag. We'll all use it, and then we'll just retweet each other." And so that's kind of the basis. And then so we just started adding different podcasts that we knew, and and now it's grown into this this giant machine. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But it's yeah, pretty exciting. It definitely is. All right then. Well, so you'll be on episode one. Maybe you can, you're, well, this is episode one. You'll be on 10, 50, and 100. Okay. <laughs> or, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I, but there's a big gap between 10 and 50, but. Okay. You know what? Let's go 10, 25, okay. 50, and 100. Whatever you want to do, man. As long as you have me, I, I'm always willing to talk and bullshit about anything. Yeah, I know you are. All right, man. Well, thanks a lot for your. No worries, homie. Thanks for coming on, man. For shizzle. World of row, baby. <laughs> Can you do that in a Thurbert voice real quick before I... Oh, you want some some Thurbert, eh? <laughs> oh, it's the world of row, baby. I hope you listen to this sweet podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Anytime. All right, man. Talk to you later, man. Peace. Peace. All right, Fear. Great talking with you. I enjoy our conversations as always. Um, good movie talk. I love talking about movies. You uh, got a good background in that as well as I do. Um, looking forward to doing this uh, podcast and more episodes with you in the future. Uh, tune in, folks, because we're going to have some more guests lined up for this show and uh, have a lot of fun with it. And also tune in to Pick and Roll. We've got a lot of good stuff coming for that show as well. Uh, subscribe, 
to a, to my podcast, World of Row, on, on iTunes, rate, review, and all that stuff. And tune in. Keep tuning in because it's going to be great. It's going to be really, really exciting. I'm excited to do this for you. And um, just tune in as the World of Row turns. Yeah, I kind of like that. That kind of sounds cool, right? Yeah. Um, well, I'm Row, and you're not. And we'll catch you on the flip side. It's okay, it's okay, okay, believe me. Pins on me, pins on me, me, you kill me. The lounge fly, the lounge fly, the fly, you bring me. I think I'm free, but the dogs, they won't release me. Don't have a nigga on a dollar, but you feed me. My bottle's empty, but you're